Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Uh, it is of recording a meds day. So we've got Dr. D on the show to explain our uh, TV shows in hospitals real. I do know that Scrubs is actually pretty accurate. Like a whole lot of nurses and doctors doing nothing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you sully the good names no. of JD and Turk? No, well, I was going to say, I'd never, you know, I've never had a go at nurses. Bloody love nurses. You do. Sometimes too much. Uh, now, we're also on the show. Bikies, your other favourite love. I do. I do enjoy bikies and how smart and intelligent they are. Well, because they might have found a loophole in like the anti-consorting and like anti-club laws. See, does that at least like broaden your look on bikies? Because you think they're all just tough guys. One of You think one of the guys, like yep. I wouldn't have thought of that loophole. You wouldn't have thought of that loophole. They have to have an egghead in there. But also, th- what do they do best? Avoid the law. Yeah, and what are they doing? Avoiding the but law. But everyone thinks it's out of, like, toughness. Don't you like when it's sneaky, avoiding the law? <laughs> like, when you find out, like, they hid, like, uh, meth in candles, and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Because, like, like, you kind of go, oh, that was a nice idea. Or, like... Someone got a wild night when they found out that there was meth in the candle. No, it was there. just like, you Like, know, I'm having a bath. I'm just going to light some candles. You know, when, <laughs> when your partner's like, oh, like, got another candle, and you're like, ugh. Where well, this time you're like, ugh. And it burns for ages. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, on the way as well, I'm going to give you my final thoughts because I didn't get to give them yesterday because I had to run away yeah. after drinking so much zero alcohol beer. My my final thoughts on it next. But, but first. Yeah, Ben Harvey. So I was just remembering you throwing up in the bin. Uh, that's a little hint into how he thought. It was all fun. Uh, very gross. Uh, but yeah, right now, Ben Harvey. Politics. Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Harvey. Michael Ross. Well, give me the news. Some Woolworths stores have new checkouts. All customers have to do is download the Woolworths app on their phone. As they shop, they scan the product's barcode. And at the end of the shop, customers then present the QR code to the scan-and-go checkout and pay. With this new technology, I can bring my weekly family shop down to 7 bucks. Because yeah. I'm just going to be like, oh, oh, oh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> RBA boss Philip Lowe, it gets worse. RBA boss Philip Lowe has apologised for saying rates won't rise until 2024. More like Philip Medium, because he's even rising. It's a pretty low thing for him to do. What about that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yep, yep, good. Uh, uh, oh, okay, so it's a pretty low thing for him to, for him to back Philip on what he said. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> And finally, That's what we're going to call it back, yep. Philip. Back, Philip Lowe. Nice. Uh, there's fear for the public that thousands of schoolies are bringing back COVID to the community from leavers over the weekend. If you're hanging out with schoolies, you've got more to worry about than COVID. I'll get that. <laughs> I'm sure they've got plenty more. Uh, back, Philip. <laughs> that was all the biggest headlines, but not hard-hitting, side-splitting. Up next, I want to tell you my thoughts on zero-alcohol beer. And yes, it is as bad as you think it is. Show, we tested out some no alcohol beer that you can buy 
at your local shopping centre, a child could buy it. Yeah, like a Coles and Woolies, anyone can get it. Uh, how many shows make beers, but how many shows drink beers on air? We did. To a pub with no beer. So you did. I feel fine. <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel absolutely fine now. And this is one of the takeaways of that. So the alcohol that we discovered in no alcohol beer mm. uh, ranges up to 0.5%. Yep. Uh, but that is not enough to get you drunk. The no. sheer quantity you have to drink mm-hmm. to get drunk off of it would be very impressive. I'm sure someone did, could do it. Did we figure out the exact number of bottles of beer? Six in 25 minutes gets you. will get you to uh, 0.01. So you would register on a breatho. So if the cops stop you, yeah. they'd be like, have you had anything to drink? And you were like, no. You'd blow 0.01 and they'd be like, are you telling the truth? And you're like, well, I did smash six beers in 25 minutes. So you'd have to drink around about like two litres. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, 20 litres type thing in like 20 minutes. This is too hard to do. And yeah, beer, at least this one we had, it's it's still super carbonated. Yeah. All the, the heady foam that you know and love and trying to smash that much turns your whole body into the head of foam and it just... At least your family should be happy. They know that you can't... You can't do it. You I cannot can't bang it. out six beers so, in 25 minutes. Hats off to the companies in that they it, they haven't even made it really possible. Yeah, so that's good. I just don't really get the point of it. I guess if you really like, if you really like beer, but you don't want you don't want the side effects. Mm. Because the thing is, you do get all the other ones. Yeah, because you turned into uh, a martial arts celebrity. You turned into Chuck Norris straight after the show. You were blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was all fun. <laughs> uh, but I, had, I, like, man, I was going out of, like, I was going out of both ends from oh, all the oh, beer. Oh, uh, Like, it, uh, it just... Really? Yeah, just that much beer. Jeez. And I, I, like, I couldn't stop... Going to the urinal. Coopers, more like poopers. <laughs> oh, sorry, that end. I couldn't. I couldn't stop. I was like, it was like I was having to go every like fifteen minutes because it was just yeah. And that made me wonder. I'm like, does it still have the diuretic effect of you, beer? You did mention to me. You said this is why they call it piss. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I could not stop. So all the things you love about beer, without any of the fun, the fun. So it's like, but drink married. responsibly. So maybe this is. The most responsible drink. So all the side effects, no fun, but you no thought fun. it'd be a good idea. So it is like getting married, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's a safe bet. <laughs> doctor, doctor. If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr. D. Dr. D's advice is purely educational, and he always encourages you to see a GP. Morning, Dr. D. Good morning, Mitchell Michael. How are you? We're good. Um, do you get really mad when people call you Mr. D? Are you like, I'm bloody, I'm a doctor, I bloody earned it? Uh, no, not really. The doctor title is a bit overrated okay. sometimes. Well, now you'll be Mr. D. <laughs> that sounds but, mate, I should let you know that, um, that when some people become, like doctors become surgeons, then title slips back from doctor to Mr., what? So some of those people get real mad if you don't call them Mr. or Ms. Why? Shouldn't, it's shouldn't it be like yeah, surgery, like, Dave. Like it's it's back in the days when surgeons were actually barbers, and so they weren't doctors because they were had. And yeah, anyway, whatever. 
No, this is valuable. This is valuable <laughs> Why not call them like surgeons, like S-I-R? Surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Sir Dave. And everyone's like, well, why are you a sir? Oh, I'm actually a surgeon. Uh, can you pass yep. that up to, um, who's the guy uh, that works th- at the Who? That guy. You know, the one that was like, COVID's bad. That guy, tell him that we're changing it back. Okay, I don't know who you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> you know the guy, the guy that would come and do the press conferences, the head of the who? They, like, not oh, Roger, the not head Roger of Waters. <laughs> the head of the who, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I was crazy. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I don't know how you feel, uh, Dr. D, but do all the surgeons, do all those Mr. and Mrs., uh, do they get mad when people watch like ER and they see something like, oh no, oh. this person's been in a car accident. We've got to give them an emergency tracheotomy with a pen. Uh, is that A, possible? Uh, B, are there a lot of myths like this? <laughs> I'm going to say that most um, doctors get mad when they watch the medical dramas. Because, like, it's, you know, yes, they're jumping to some really high-risk procedures and surgeries very quickly without a good rationale for it. But, like, also, like, people probably don't notice this, but, like, the way that they use equipment and have things set up is is incorrect as well. Um, so it, it's just a bit frustrating because it causes a lot of cognitive dissonance. But, you know, it's fiction, it's fantasy, it's fun. Like, are you um, telling me, like, the scalpels and stuff aren't, like, ready on the table? Is like, stuff like that? Uh, no, it's just about, like, sometimes when they... Like, I've seen people being intubated, but not with, like, a, um, like a proper equipment or somebody will have, like, a catheter that's being used as, like, a drain and... It just, you know, it looks fine, but if you know what they're actually supposed to be used for, then you're like, hang on, this is, that's not right. What's going on? But, you know, you can, you can do a, like an emergency tracheotomy. You can do it um, with materials that you can source, like trying to find like a pen and some kind of sharp oh. object to make the cut. You, but you just don't, you shouldn't be doing it unless you've literally tried everything else and you were trained and there is like an emergency service on the way to get that person to a hospital because it's very dangerous. Okay, so if if you're on a plane and someone's like, "We need a doctor," are you gonna and and you go, "I'm a doctor," but then another doctor also puts his hand up. Do you guys discuss who's the more qualified doctor and who will take over? Oh, if, if I'm on a plane and there's another doctor there, I'm saying you're up because I. Unless it's a, a mental health crisis, <laughs> I reckon you've got the training for it. <laughs> uh, I'd still think you're pretty valuable on a plane. I know lots of people have a fear of flying, yeah. and I just imagine you sitting in the aisle going, like, so tell me about your childhood. Yeah. Or you just <laughs> like, take a deep breath, count to 10. He's having a heart attack. You're like, just in, <laughs> out. Beautiful. Well, it would help with the symptom reduction, but I think there's probably better ways to manage a heart attack than just deep breathing. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. D. Thanks, guys. Take care. When all the family come round, it's always great to play a bit of a game. Yep. We like to play Guess Rev Who. Game cards do not actually talk. Oh, but you do. We have Esperance and Karatha joining the uh, Triple MWA family. Uh, and you can all play this one because this attraction is well known. Yep. I give you a well-known, famous WA attraction, but the bad reviews for it. Oh. Figure out for us exactly what it is, and you walk away with a Triple M prize pack on one 800 one Okay, what do we got? 
So, we are looking at a 4.5-star typically attraction. That's okay? good. From 248 Google reviews. Okay. But oh. the lowest review is one star. Oh, no. From a year ago, a man by the name of Frank. Frank said, it's overrated, top cringe, LMAO. <laughs> that's quite frank. That's very, that's very frank indeed. Let's give a bit, a, bit, a bit more information, okay? Thanks to a guy called Matt, who left a two-star review. Matt said, I would have thought that there'd be some kind of shop selling memorabilia, but it's only a small information bay and a statue. Oh. Okay. So it- think of WA famous statues this morning. Typically a 4.5 star place. Okay. Sort of gets your head thinking. Like, could it be Mora's Big Bronze Mare? And it's not, the big in, bronze it's not in the city. It's not in the city. So it's like, not in Perth. No. I was thinking this is regional. Wacker. Regional WA. Like, what, like, the, like the Lily statue, I think. Yeah. Got. It's not in the city. Okay. Outside of Perth in regional WA. Typically 4.5 stars. But Frank says it's pretty cringe and overrated. Pretty Matt cringe. says, why isn't there a memorabilia shop next to the statue? Okay. So 1-800-011-666. Have a guess. If you nail it, you're walking away with a Triple M prize pack. Game cards do not actually talk. But you do. You love to talk on Google reviews about all the greatest attractions in WA. Mitch, we have a 4.5 star Attraction, yeah. Would that entice you? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're I going mean, there. Absolutely, you want to go see this. But would you feel less inclined because Frank said one star, overrated, top cringe LMAO, <laughs> and Matt said two stars. I would have thought there'd be some kind of shop selling memorabilia next to the statue. Okay. okay. And maybe, maybe this morning's one has been a little easier the seven o'clock hour because. Uh, we got Luke from Caratha online now. What are you thinking, mate? It's not the Red Dog statue, is it? Of course, it's Red Dog oh, statue. Right? He's done it. Got it. Now, Luke, what do you think of the uh, Red Dog statue? Uh, oh, they're right. They probably could do with a little shop there, some kind of kiosk or something. But um, yeah, you get a get quite a few people taking photos there. So what? Um, Good tourist attraction. But yeah, maybe they could be selling copies of Red Dog and Red Dog Two on DVD. Yeah. What would you give it out of? Uh, what would you give it out of five? Uh, they're improving it. <laughs> So probably a four. <laughs> okay. nice, yeah, nice. nice, like yeah. that. All right, uh, we for got what you, it is. Yeah, we got your details, and uh, we will send a triple M prize back your way. Thanks for playing. Awesome, cheers. Also, going to be sending one to uh, Koki Gavisakul from Karatha as well, but unfortunately his line dropped out. I think it was too easy, Mitch. You reckon? Uh, we got a, we got a lot of calls coming through, and I reckon I mean, if we hit them all, they would have all said Red Dog Statue. I mean, I thought it was the Whacker. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, hey, Mitch. Uh, are you a bikie? Mm. I'll just ask you straight up, mate. I am not. You're not a bikie? No. Uh, do you know some bikies? I... You can only know one at a time, though, if you do. Yeah, no, because I uh, abide by the law, which is the you can't consort. Right? You can't consort with bikies. That's the no. current rule. And the bikies don't like it. Because imagine saying you can't hang out with your friends. Yeah, that's not, some of them. Some of them, mate. Let me just family. They won't let family. Oh, get because they're together. all because they're all in the club. Yeah, no, that's actually, it's yeah. actually a big problem. Like, oh. just saying. 
Well, normally they don't get along. We've seen that over the last couple of years. They don't get along. Uh, but they want to put sort of that aside for a while while they sort out the anti-consorting laws. Okay. How do they fight it? Well, what if perhaps there just weren't a bikey club anymore, weren't a motorcycle club? Is that all you have to? Is that all you have to do? So like, we're not a motorcycle club. Are they like, oh, we're a sports team, everywhere a uniform? That one's like maybe that's along the right track, but they they're looking at something that is in the constitution that everyone in the country is allowed to be a part of, or it's against your freedom of speech. First of all, I did not know we had a constitution. We do have a constitution. Second of all, what are they doing? Fourteen gangs have gotten together and are considering. Forming a political party <gasps> to quash the anti-consorting laws because you can't stop political parties from having their meetings. But hasn't that already been done? Because aren't most parties criminals? <laughs> Politicians. <laughs> well, uh, it's going to be really fascinating because uh, Troy McCanty is leading the way uh, after becoming the first person in the state charged under the anti-consorting laws. Yeah. And I think the only thing they would have to do is put up a candidate at each election. So they don't even need to they don't even need to win a seat. But as long as they sort of put someone up in one seat, Senate Whoa. every every four years, they can say they are a political party. I could potentially like vote for them just for lols. Because I think that'd be funny. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. If Mr. Was... McCanty goes to Canberra. Yeah, I just think that would be interesting. Probably not. Like, after a week, it'd probably get old. What cause... do you think their policies would be? I don't want to play this game. They're like, fossil fuels are a real problem. Motorcycles, but imagine more fuel that. efficient. Imagine that. Imagine what, like, Palmer. Clive Palmer wouldn't do nothing. Oh, you're, if if State Daddy was Troy like, McCanty, you, know you ain't taking like, him to court. You know, he's like, take the borders down, and we just put up barbed wire or something like you that. You did want to play this game. I did. <laughs> Talking to someone who had a parent in the hospital. <laughs> you really want me to play some music for this? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd well, already planned it, and, and now I thought about how I'm going to get into this topic, and I don't like it, but here we are. Who doesn't love a bit of Bon Jovi? Uh, look, it's just a situation where I went through social pain, and I just want to, I just want to share it with you, but... I want you to know, because you know me, hmm. that my heart was in the right place. You know, uh, it was a it was a first date, okay, with this at with the this hospital. Girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was the first date with this girl, and uh, we were talking about like you first start out with jokes and humor, and oh gosh, so funny. And then if it goes really well, by the end you, you're like talking about like your hopes and fears. So she's like, "What's your biggest fear?" And you know me. Wearing the same shirt as someone else, you know. Did you uh, tell her? That? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> then she tells me hers, which is like dying, dying alone. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like one of those sorts of ones. I'm like, yeah, but have you ever worn the same shirt as someone else? Think about Terrible. it. Terrible. Oh, you'd want to. Yeah, you would, and you will if you do. Uh, but no. So we get a little bit like like deeper, and she's talking about, and it's actually quite, it was actually quite like uh, special. She was talking about how like her mum, <laughs> her mum passed away. Right, and um, she kept referring to this like moment where right. it was like a lot of clarity, and it was quite like it was quite a beautiful moment for her. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're talking about like life and summing it up and what life actually means, and she kept referring to it as the surge. 
The Surge. Now, have you ever heard of The Surge? Is that... See, is this it sort is, of like when they sort of come back a bit right so at the end? This is... This is why you would be good in that moment. Yeah. Because what I thought it was, was I thought she was just like, she talked about it so much because she was so good at like expressing herself Yeah, that the surge was like the surgery. So I thought she was saying like, oh, you know, like during the surge, like we <laughs> learned like a this. really casual doctor. Yeah. And so I was like, ha ha ha. The surge. The surge. <laughs> She's like, that's what it's called. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I found out that the surge is actually this like emotional moment where people are on the brink of death and then they come back and all their vitals lift and they actually, their energy picks up. And yeah, they, they rally about. at the end. Yeah. And it's actually like you, people often get very excited about it, but that's mm. actually like the way out type yeah. thing. And I'm just going like, ha ha ha. It's real cool that you're like real casual yeah. about the. So what surgery. meds was she on after the surge? <laughs> and then how was the, uh, how was the the the? Deed? What did the doc say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So not. She's good. like, how dare you? <laughs> Michael and a bunch of kids have oh, probably shit. just had some great times and some great hits because look, schoolies uh, is done for the week officially or done for the year. Uh, leavers, whatever you call it. Either way, if you remember it, you remember getting up to some dumb. Things. Now, I went to Bali. I was kidnapped by a Javanese gang. It's a true story, uh, but I'm fine. But you went to, like, you, like, played board games with no. your friends. But still, there would have been something that happened in that in that group. <laughs> Nothing dumb happened. No, but it would have been, Nothing like... Dumb no, happened. no, no. Even think about this, right? It was so the you, most boring... <laughs> no, my <laughs> guy, like, like, so, like, my, like, mate did, like, a handstand while on a scooter and, like, lost all his skin, right? But yours, your <laughs> yeah, the equivalent yeah. of that for you is, like, a... Um, uh, your mate Matt poured yeah. coke into the glass too quickly and yeah. it fizzed up and went everywhere. He rolled three doubles on Monopoly. You know, that's straight to jail. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> well, you went to real jail. Yeah, yeah. We both <laughs> went to jail in schoolies, so that's fine. Uh, well, we found this video of uh, this uh, kid that actually did something so dumb in schoolies that made the news. The video circulating social media showing Jude make a dangerous leap off the toilet block roof at a Port Elliot caravan park and onto a plastic table on Saturday night. It's not pretty. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not Look, pretty viewing. He is fine. He's fine now. Uh, but, like, imagine pro wrestling style through the he, table. He slaps the elbow. Yeah, it's actually, his elbow. it's actually... That's been a thing ever since I was, like, uh, a, a kid, is that, like... Like the real drunk guy would always make like an athletic move off a roof onto something. Yeah. I don't know why. Don't know why we do that. Too much testosterone. Or girls' schools make sense. Or boys' schools don't make sense. So, so, but it's not just limited to guys because my sister-in-law with her friends, she jumped off the roof of her house. What? Uh, broke both her feet. Why? Because I th- gravity is why. Yeah, but like, why did why. she jump off the roof? I don't. Oh, I think they had gotten up on the roof maybe to watch some fireworks or something. And coming down, one of her friends hopped off the roof and he was fine. And she's like, oh, I'll just jump off as well. <laughs> Shattered both her yeah, feet. Look, horrible. But when Dumb. you're a kid or a teenager, you do stupid things. So one eight hundred zero double one triple six. What's the dumbest thing you've done as a teenager? 818 on Triple M. Pharrell Williams there with Happy. It's Mitchell and Michael, and one young man is not too happy. At Levers, he took a little a little risk. Have a listen. 
The video circulating social media showing Jude make a dangerous leap off the toilet block roof at a Port Elliot caravan park and onto a plastic table on Saturday night. Dangerous stuff there. It's Look, we've all done silly things whilst being high school kids, whether it's schoolies, leavers, whatever it is. So we just wanted to ask on one eight hundred zero double one triple six, uh, what's the dumbest thing that you've done as a teenager? So we've got Luke from Caratha on the line now. Luke, you sound like a young man yourself. Uh, what was some dumb things you got up to as a teenager? Well, the dumbest thing I did as a teenager, so I was no good at science in yeah. high school, um, and I made this PowerPoint where I would superimpose my friend's head onto physical things. So if their surname was Baker, I would actually put them on a baker. Yeah. And the same thing with a butcher. Yeah. And then if my friends had something to do with like someone famous, I would like superimpose them next to someone famous. <laughs> this is kind of genius, to be just, honest. Like, was it just like as it on a different level? Was it just like as a hobby, or just did you like show them when it was done, or like when would you would they even know about it? Oh, look, my son and my, my school teachers weren't thrilled about it, but that's how you become a year ten legend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just quickly, mate, did you ever jump off a roof? Um, no, I never jumped off a Good roof. Boy. Do you know anyone that's jumped off a roof? Good boy. Um, oh, yes, into a pool. Yeah, if your friends jumped off a roof, would you? No. Well done. If someone asked me to jump off a cliff, would I jump off a cliff? Would you? No. Would you do it for a triple M prize? If his last name was Paul, would you put his face on a pool? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) That's how you become a year 10 legend. (laughs) I was working my side hustle last night, which you know, if if anyone's in radio and they say they have another job, they are a quiz host. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant your other one where you steal those tins with coins in them. No, that's, that's not a side hustle. <laughs> that's just fun. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Uh, too late. We're, we're... No, look, I put my I put my foot in my mouth uh, while trying to be just friendly uh, with the bar, like the bar I work at. I've now been there long enough that I'm starting to get to know like the bar staff yeah. better. And like you don't work with them, and you're not in the same company, but you've got to kind of guess get yeah. along because the bar's have, right like, near yep. and that sort of thing. And um, last night we were playing musical bingo, so like I call out a letter instead of a number coming out. So I'll be like, "This one on your card under letter like I," and then we play a track, and they got to go, "Oh, what's that track?" And then if they re- remember it, they can cross it off. Oh, under there. okay. So it's like music knowledge and bingo together. And so like while the track is playing, I'm kind of just sort of waiting a little bit. I'll sort of maybe have a little bit of banter with some tables, but I was just sort of waiting during a song. How, how long's the track? Is it as long? It as... can go for like a minute oh, if it's like a tough one. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and uh, I was just sort of waiting for the track to end. And one of the bus staff that I sort of talk to semi-regularly, she was carrying, like, lots of bottles of spirits. Okay, yeah, Like, yeah, too yeah. many. And she was, like, she was sort of, like, panicking a little yeah. bit. And uh, and I said to her, I was like... I was... I said... I was like, oh, geez, like, you need more hands. And she... I'm not sure if she, like, heard... Me properly, but she gave me a very strange look. What did she think you said? Like it was like this kind of look of like, what did you say about? And I was and I was like, could that come off badly? If I was like, you need more hands. Is that 
Is that too yes. much like, let me give you a hand? When I see a woman, I'm often like, look at their big heads as a compliment. <laughs> they love that. So <laughs> no, You need big hands. I'm like, you need more hands. No, and that's... She's like, what? I was like, oh, that's like a lot of bottles for one person to carry. <laughs> Maybe. No, nah, you know what it is? She just works at a bar. So if you're like, excuse me, miss, nine times out of ten, she knows you're going to hit on her. So she's probably immediately <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's oh, the no, problem. I was just saying that I, I wasn't even offering to help. I was actually telling her that. to go get someone else. But maybe it's that. Maybe it's like a, she's like, all right, you can, like, you can help me. Or well, maybe, or did she know that I wasn't going to help? I'm like, you need someone else. Good well, luck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's going like, yes, I know. Help me. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.